Go ahead and open your Bibles to Romans chapter 4. As we, as we're in the Advent, wow, I did the same thing that Mark did except reverse. Thanks, Mark. Um, And as we're in the Lent season, we're starting to talk about the final words of Christ. He makes seven statements. We'll look at them over six weeks plus Good Friday. But today's is, today you'll be with me in paradise. And as we talk about today, I want to encourage you to think about a question. That question is, how does your faith affect others? We've had some readings, we've had some songs, all with the theme of of being the light into the world. About affecting other people. But how does your faith affect others? Here in Romans chapter 4, we begin to catch a glimpse of once again Abraham's story. Abraham, of course, enters the picture in Genesis chapter 12. And God calls him out from the land that he's in. And he says, Abraham... I want you to be the father of many nations. At this point, he's married to Sarah, but they don't even have any kids. They've never had any kids. He doesn't know how this is going to happen. And he goes, okay. So God says, move to this other country. I'm going to give it to your family. and It's going to be an inheritance to you. And Abraham moves in faith. Now, because Abraham is moving out in faith, we see here in Romans, let me read it. Romans chapter 4, verse 1. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, discovered in, his, in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about. So if, if Abraham is here, if he is doing the right things, if he's going through the motions, if, if everything he is doing matters, and that's what, what he can boast about, this is the next statement. He can't boast in front of God. It doesn't matter. What he did doesn't matter. What does the scripture say? Abraham believed God. And it was credited to him as righteousness. So again, it wasn't the fact that Abraham moved to a different country. It wasn't the fact that Abraham was like, okay, well, I'm going to be a dad. Apparently someone's going to have my baby. It wasn't that that got him there. It was his faith. His faith was credited to him as righteousness. His faith. Now his faith then began to affect those people around him. His brother goes with him. His brother brings his kids with them. They move as a family. It's starting to affect those people around him. And a matter of fact, if we actually trace our faith all the way to Abraham, Abraham's faith affects every single one of us. Verse Now when a man works, his rages are not credited to him as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the man who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the wicked, the faith is credited as righteousness. It's about our faith. It's about our faith affecting people. It's not what we do that matters, it's our faith that matters. And our faith affects people. Okay, flip over to Luke chapter 23. We're going to get into the text that was read for us. We'll start at verse 39. Give you a second here. 
Now here's the picture. Let me set the stage. So Jesus is in the middle. He's got a criminal on the left. And we're going to go with this is the guy that doesn't like Jesus. Okay. Then he has another criminal on the right. He's the one that likes Jesus. And we're about to get a glimpse into a conversation, an interaction between the three of them about how this criminal's faith affects people. So we'll start with the bad guy. Verse 39, one of the criminals who hung there, so, so he's hanging on the cross. He goes, aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. He's probably looking at Jesus. He's like, dude, you're Jesus. Prove it. Get us off the cross. I want to go commit some more crimes. I want to go live the life that I want to live. Save me. I don't care about the afterlife. Save my life. I want to keep living. And before Jesus even responds, the other criminal steps in. So the guy probably standing here. It's probably pretty sad. He's like, I'm going to die. Today I'm meeting my maker. Oh wait, that's Jesus. Okay. So he looks over and before Jesus even chimes in in this situation, the other criminal is looking over to the other guy and he says, in verse 40, but the other criminal rebukes him. Don't you fear God? Don't you believe in God? Doesn't God matter to you? We, since, since we are under the same sentence, don't you care? Don't you care you're about to die? Verse 41, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this guy, but Jesus, he hasn't done anything. He's lived the perfect life. He's the ultimate sacrifice. He's the son of God. Doesn't that matter to you? And I'm sure Jesus, of course, is hanging here in the middle. I bet he just gets a smile on his face. He's like, this guy gets it. He gets that our faith affects people. We don't see a response from this guy. You might have realized, like, oh, probably shouldn't make fun of the Son of God. That's a bad idea. You might have realized, oh, I'm actually about to die here. Well, that's not going according to my plan. Whatever he realized, whatever moment he's having, he's beginning to think about life. And that's because of the other criminal. Matter of fact, the other criminal still, he even affects Jesus because what is his next statement? He says, Jesus. Remember me. Most of us have made that statement. Jesus, remember me. When you come into your kingdom. And then this is Jesus' response. This is how the criminal's faith affected Jesus. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Because of your faith, it's affected me in a way as Jesus that now you're a part of the family. You're a part of the community. 
Think about that. How does our faith affect others? Jared wrote, that, that's a great passage in Colossians that Jared, Jared read for us. Pray for us that our message would go. Pray for us that our faith would affect others. That's Paul writing it. That's Paul writing it while he's in prison. How does our faith affect others? We can't afford to just live a faith that we don't think don't think it affects other people. We see in this story that the faith that this criminal has, he doesn't read systematic theology textbooks. He doesn't read the New Testament. It didn't exist yet. He doesn't know every single dotted I and cross T in the Christian language and the Christian world. He simply knows that Jesus is Jesus. He has a simple faith that affected at least Jesus and this other criminal. Our faith affects people. I want to take a moment. And I just want you guys to reflect on the question of how your faith affects those around you. Take a moment, take a minute, and just think about how your faith affects others. Lord, give us the courage to have a faith that affects others. Let us have a simple answer for who Jesus is this Easter season. That he is who he said he is. And that he did what he set out to do. God, I pray these things in your name. Amen. We're about to move into a time of offering and celebration. During this time, we're, we're going to do a couple of things. First, we're going to do offering. This is time that we can celebrate with our